Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, believe it or not, we got news, ladies and gentlemen. There were a couple of new interviews that popped up over the last week, as well as some big announcements regarding the NA data centers being moved. Uh, TLDR, sorry, it's our fault. Um, and finally, something with a free trial actually just happened earlier today that uh, could be exciting for people who are looking to get their friends to start playing the game. But anyway, let's get started. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Poveroma. Of course, joining me is Sly, a.k.a. Sly the Fox, a.k.a. Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox, a.k.a. You My Boy Blue. I gotta turn my head each time I say it so I can, like, align my speech patterns with the a.k.a.s. What? What? Say something! I'm, I'm doing good, Mike. I'm doing good. That's all I can You're do. You're doing good? doing good how good are you doing because not only is this state of the realm like the day of like eight game releases mm-hmm. but your persona 5 your precious persona 5 is a week from today damn straight did not did not get clipped by the patch release so thank god didn't get clipped by the patch release hasn't been delayed again every time you say that i just keep thinking something might happen so it's like you're wishing it to happen no, I wouldn't wish it to happen. It would be really funny, but I wouldn't wish it to happen. There are people, I know people who have already gotten the game a week early. Like, they have the finished copy, so it wouldn't be delayed. I know people too, so, yeah, like, I'm patient. I, I can deal with no, waiting on my copy, but I'm patient as well. Sly, a.k.a. patient. Yeah. Got it. All right. And partnerversary. All lines up. All lines up. All lines up. Yeah, P5 delay till June 20th. Perfect. So speaking of which, before we even get into 14, so today a lot of things were released. How have, how have you been handling today? Because we had patch 3.56, which we're not going to be doing the spoiler talk about today. We're going to, we, I guess we could briefly mention like the creator being unlocked, but that's that's not really news. Like, you know, bah. I mean, we can, we can go over uh, the one major thing. Um, Mock station items? What two? You know, but PvP got a, I'm out of NP button, finally. Oh yeah, the, one of the one of the auto translates is I'm out of yeah. MP. Also, yeah, ninjas man. they just made us do more damage in PvP and Dark Knights. Also, they're just like here, here you go. Season you go. four is officially underway as well. So the last like pre-Stormblood season. So get PvP in, guys. You got some time. Now you got three three and a half months to compete. Got some time, and you got a new button. Use and it. You got a new button. Better map it. If you have MP, you better map it. Please. Next to the Thank other you. 80 buttons you have to map in PvP. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, so we had 3.56. Have you finished 3.56 yet? Of course. Okay, good. Took like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Not going to say anything this week. It's pretty no, exciting. <laughs> Even though I want to, so bad. I'm just going to ask this. Better or worse than 2.55 for you? I wouldn't say worse because that, that would say that it was bad, but they're like, I can't really think of anything negative about it. It was just a story patch and 
I got what I expected out of it. Now, in comparison to uh, before the fall, it didn't it didn't carry much weight as before the fall. Yeah, I think that I think that's intentional because they kind of in one of the interviews we're going to read, I think they actually ask a question about the weight mm-hmm. of the, of the end of this patch. Now, I'll admit there was an epic moment, but before the fall had many more epic moments. Like it, it was what what two. Like ninety minutes of epic moments, like it told you to make sure literal you, full on movie. Yeah, make sure you have time before you do this. Yeah, we didn't get that. But well, that's yeah, why they. That's why they, they. This isn't like super long, but they just broke down what would normally have been one patches worth of story into two patches, so they didn't have to do that again. Or at least that's right. what they told us. But uh, who knows? I mean, they did it last time. I mean, but last time I guess it was two full story patches, kind of the way they uh, intended. Um, but we won't be going into specifics about that. We'll see if we can get Ethos on next week and discuss 3.56. And we can finally do Aerozivia sometime in the next few weeks now, now that everything is on the table. Pretty much. There you go. Um, what else? So, I mean, today, uh, what, what other things are you chugging through? Dark Souls 3 DLC came out today. I did a little bit of Dark Souls 3. I don't know where I'm at. I mean, I'm in a different area from the starting area of the DLC, so, so I don't know how much I have left, but it's... first area is pretty pretty annoying for me. Okay. Looking forward to that, then. Yeah. What about episode Gladio? Have not done that yet. Okay. So that doesn't take too long. Yeah. I did, I did yeah. almost all the trophies in about two hours. Uh, actually, closer to three, but I could have done it faster. In all honesty. Uh... Review on Gladio, yay nay. The... I, like the, I like the gameplay a lot better. They have a score attack mode where you basically speed run through the entire DLC, but you get a score mm-hmm. at the end. That was mm-hmm. fun. I want that for, for like all the 15, like the menace dungeons and shit in 15. Right. I want that score attack mode for like speed running the menace dungeons because that would make me go back in and play those again with trophies and other items and stuff. Overall, it was, it, was, it was about what it was valued at. I played it for about three hours. I have to play through it one more time, so about four hours for five bucks. Pretty, pretty standard cost, I feel. Um, hoping that the next one has modes that are like score attack or has more story one or the other. Fair enough. Fair enough. What else is today? There's one other King thing we're missing. Kingdom Hearts. 1.5, 2.5. Yeah, but I mean, that's like a, most of this game is like a decade old at this point, more so. Yeah. I don't think there's... I've heard that it's harder because it's in 60 frames per second, though. Because like a lot of the bosses are designed at 30 FPS, so they their animations are a lot harder to like nail down at 60 FPS. Right. So, uh, I guess it's even harder. It's the hardest version of Kingdom Hearts there is. So. Kingdom Souls. Yeah, there you go, Kingdom Souls. We had Zelda. We had Legend. We had uh, Legend of Zelda Souls. We have Kingdom Souls. Just all the Souls. Even Episode Gladio kind of has some like Souls esque things going. It's not nearly as hard, but it's got some right. Souls esque things going on there. All right. So those are all the release today. We're chugging through those. But luckily for us, uh, there was a lot of things that popped up this last week to talk about. So we've got two interviews, which is Dual Shockers as well as uh, US, US Gamer. Gamer. There you go. Um, we have official comments about the North American data centers, and we have some free trial announcements. There's a bunch of little things there. There's the whole Americ thing going on right now and a few other things that popped up. But uh, we'll stick to the big points. Is that all right with you, Sly? Or are you feeling passionate about the whole the whole Amerit glamour? Ooh. A lot of lot of lot of 
people with female characters are very upset they cannot use the Americ glamour because it's a male-only set. A lot of people feeling upset about that. This this issue actually came up in a Q&A too, didn't it? I feel like it came up regarding one of the currently existing outfits. I think it was, no, was it Kryles? I don't remember. Yeah. But I know there was, uh, there was, there was one. So I, I don't know. Something along those lines. Yeah. All right. So uh, the first thing we're going to hit on is the Dual Shockers interview. And we're going to do it the way we always do the interviews, where we just mosey on through the questions. If there's an important point to stop and talk about, we'll grab it. I don't think this will be a very long episode, Sly. Not really, because, again, with, with the myriad of interviews that we had, a lot of stuff gets covered in every interview, pretty much. Some stuff um, you'll see repeatedly. So that, that'll be the case today, too. You'll see some questions that you know have already been talked about, like pretty much beaten into the ground. So we'll, we'll kind of skim over those a little bit, but here's some other points. Think about beating into the ground. First question's about Paladin. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a point that's been beaten into the ground. Pretty much. The big thing they mention here is one of the things they're looking to to buff with Paladin is their defensive abilities against magic-based attacks, which we've always kind of commented there's a lot of magic damage in the game. Bulwark does nothing against it. Sheltron does nothing against it. Mm -hmm. uh, Foresight does nothing against it. So they're pretty much down to Hollowed Rampart and Sentinel. But Sly, the whole point of Dark Knight is supposed to be the magic, you know, the opposite of Paladin. They're supposed to be the, basically the magical version, the edgy magical version of Paladin. Right. So how do you feel about them specifically focusing on Paladin's magic defense as one of their key points they want to hit? Something we've been begging for for quite some time. I feel like this should, should have happened. Um... We all, we've been hearing balance so many times out of the last few weeks. This balance, this balance, that, and then correlation with balance, Paladin. Um, yeah, I feel like it's something that's really, really necessary for Paladin in terms of um, their utility. Do you feel that it takes any sort of, uh, I guess, identity away from Dark Knight for them to specifically want to focus on this? There's a way to do it without overshadowing the identity of Dark Knight. Um, I couldn't tell you. I, I'm not the one designing the job or revamping it. Revamp's a bad word. Um, I don't know. I feel like a Paladin. It's it's almost appropriate. They give it so. They keep giving it so much attention in the interviews. It. I don't feel like it would be a revamp. More of just a huge fucking buff though. Yeah. I wonder I, I wonder if it's just they can block they can block magic. I don't know. Like it, I feel like that something doesn't... that simple something that simple would turn over the job completely. I guess the question is then is there is it with is there a reasonable is it reasonable to then say you could parry it parry it as well? Like, cause then Dark Knight and Warrior are still both kind of benefit. And then Warrior gets even stronger. <laughs> yeah. so, I'm sorry, all your attacks on magic, all intuition. Talk talking about Paladin and Dark Knight. Warrior's just going to get, like, completely stronger in um, 4.0. Warrior's like, how are those buffs? Yeah. Yeah, mine were really good way back when, like 2.1. I've been, it's been really good ever since. Yo, yo, yeah. it's all right, yo. You'll be up here one day. That's cool. No, yeah. it's, uh, we're bringing the Dark Knight. That's fine. 
You can uh, maybe five just, just just go do Zelfatol over there. Don't even do the most recent expert dungeons. Just go do Zelfatol. All right, there you go. All right, so that's the first thing they're going to focus on: Paladin, Magic Defense. Far from the only thing that I hope that they adjust, but uh, it's an official I mean, comment. I mean, what else would you adjust for Oh, Hammer, where are you, Hammer? Hammer's here. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, Hammer actually sent me a, the list of things I was going to make a chat command for it, but um, I haven't. Um, mm. There's, a, I mean, there's a few things that just to me don't make sense, and there, I know some of them are the things that Hammer has listed. One of them being like Royal Authority is off your friggin' enmity combo for some reason. I don't know why Royal Authority is off your enmity combo and not your Riot Blade combo. Yeah. Because the amount of if you can if it's off of Riot Blade, the amount of MP you get in those extended fights goes up quite a bit, and the amount of clemencies you get throughout a fight go up quite a bit. And that even just increases a little bit of their what's their unique utility is that they have this clemency and they have these support abilities and it's also a pain in the ass to uh, to have to you know what's it called uh, royal authority off that I just wanna I just wanna just not goring blade I just want royal authority to be off the other one yeah that's what I'm saying royal authority I don't want to be damity combo I want to be on riot blade. I want the MP. I want all the MP. That's what I want. I just want Paladin to buckle down and just really nail this support aspect. And thank you for reminding me, Val. That's another good point. Um, uh, do you think in, not really in retrospect, but do you think they should, for newer players, switch the um, stances? Yes. Yes. Why is she I mean, both too second? Late. It's too late for us, but Please, dear God, switch the fucking stances. Switch when you get them. Yeah, I don't know why. I still, I'm, I'm, I don't know. That's why I was a, just like a bitch to level. I hated leveling it at first because I had to go in and say, I'm leveling, I'm leveling. Flash, powder. flash, flash, Sorry. flash. Sorry, flash, 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 flash. Yeah. There you go. Or you can put Shield Oath on the global cooldown. I feel, I, why do I feel like it's something Xeno suggested? A Frosty. Or they can just put it at the... Just do something. Not just magic defense. It's not the only problem. There you go. Yeah. Um, then they talk about balancing... Deep, you know, once again, you know, oh, you're doing two Balance. DPS. And, yeah. and how are you going to make it so people want to queue? He actually starts throwing around exact percentages and stuff. Yeah, that was weird. He's like, oh, let's see, 22% of... Uh, players are tanks, 21% are healers. We'd like them to both be around 25%, but it's still pretty close, you know. And we can't make people play it. If they don't want to play it, they don't want to play it. You know, we can't force you down that road. We can maybe incentivize it, but we can't force you down that road. The more he gets asked this question, the more he has to legitimize it. That's why he had to have exact numbers and facts and everything with it, along with it. Because it's a question he's just going to keep hearing from here to expansion. Like, balance between DPS and healers and tanks and yada, yada, yada. It's, just, again, another topic that's been beaten to the ground. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think we need to go over it anymore. And th no. this was even the interview where we found out the day of, that we were going to have 3.56 this week for certain. Because last Tuesday we mm -hmm. were still like, we hadn't heard anything. And then this interview happened the next day. And he says, that'll be in about two weeks and this interview's a week old. So we were like, yes. Yes! I was happy with that. And we did indeed get it today. So that worked out. Um, so then they ask about Alamigo and Doma. 
Um, they they said the main reason we didn't actually find out more about Alamigo was not because they were like trying to prevent spoilers or anything. Mm-hmm. They just didn't have any assets ready. Speaking of assets, I have a question, but it'd be kind of a spoiler though. Uh, I'll have the yeah, I had the nope. table for next don't week. Don't do it. I already know what the question is, Sly, and don't do it. Don't do don't even really, give me the look because I know what the really, question is. Yes, really I know, know what it is, Sly. I know you. What? Okay. All right. All right. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I know exactly what the question is. One hundred percent, half Jesus. Trust 100%. me. One hundred. Not even ninety nine percent. One hundred percent, I know what it's gonna be. Okay. You fucking sicko. Anyway, um, so they confirm we're gonna get to go to Alamigo. They just didn't have us much, have much to show us. Um, mm-hmm. Key locations, difficult to shoot around and avoid them. So they were trying to prevent spoilers, but they also just straight up didn't have stuff ready. At least they said they'll have the field walkthrough trailer. I want that trailer. I want to see the Azim step. So bad. So bad. Please. The inside of the half ADSs, maybe? Yeah. Well, I want to see where the peaches grow, more specifically. But, uh... Okay. I mean, that's key. That has to be in the in the field trailer, right? Maybe. No, 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 no. It has to be. No, no. no. Uh, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going 30, 30% yes, 70% no. Like, why do I need to see peaches? Same reason why I got asked at FanFest, because we can. Yeah. I'm not FanFest, uh, PAX East, 20, PAX East yeah. 2016. Um, the next one is regarding Kugane again, which I think was actually commented on um, in a different mm-hmm. interview, but uh, it's seamless. Unlike the other city-states, which are two zones split into you know halves, it's going to be one big zone that's completely seamless. And you can jump on the buildings and run around, run along the rooftops and... This look on your face is intriguing me. Are yeah, gonna put some sightseeing to, logs up there. <laughs> do you think that had to do with PS3 limitations? No, you know, I think we'll get to what limitations I think it had to do with later in the show slot. Oh my god, please, God. North America is the blame for everything. It's never been the PS3, man. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I love this. The idea of more of these zones being large and seamless is great. Yeah, I agree. But everyone's saying it's the PS3, man. We're going to find out it wasn't true very, very soon. <laughs> I can't believe. Speaking of PS3 being discontinued, they talk about the 64-bit update and what it does. Um, just to clarify, the ability to traverse seamlessly within large areas is something that was already possible, even with the PS3. So that answers okay. the question. There you go. Okay. He straight up says, this was not the PS3's fault. So... I don't know. I don't want to believe him. I just want to blame PS3 anyway. Because <laughs> I don't want to believe what the other, what the issue he lists in the later part of the show is the truth. But unfortunately, it's what he says. So can, can you believe a little column A, a little column B for that one? Yeah, I guess. Column A, yeah. column B. I mean, that's the best it's going to be. That's nothing yeah, else we can really do. Um, the baseline hardware is they want to increase the memory size so we can have more things on the screen at once which is exciting because it means that they're probably uh, a reason we probably need more things on the screen at once. So I'm hoping the content's a bit chaotic and has a lot of stuff going on or some great set pieces for the story 
hopefully, especially with it being a war. You know, one can, sure. fingers crossed, only hope. Travel faster on the map. And while some haven't no, been asked wait, 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 this confused me. Now, when, when it says travel faster on the map, do you mean on foot, on mount? So I want to believe that this, this is related to the reason why we couldn't have the cloud bike in the game. I was thinking the same thing. Where they said they couldn't make the mount speeds faster because, what, you know, whatever their reason was back then. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe we get the cloud mount now. Part of the Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, veteran reward or... Well, I mean, we still don't even know how they're revamping that veteran reward system, like yeah. what the new system is. Another thing that they've announced, but we haven't really um, get there. I'm kind of thinking... I'm, I'm kind of thinking Mod Station item. No, man. 5A7 remake bike. Okay. There we go. Remember the cool mistress of the Mod Station. I'm, remember, half Jesus. Okay. I'm, that's, I'm signing that in the book. I have Jesus right there. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, a while ago, you mentioned the possibility of a crossover with 15, and they asked about a crossover with Near Automata. All we know is 15 will happen sometime after 4.0. Didn't they say um, a while back that it takes at least a year to plan a crossover event? I think it says it right here. It says it took about a year and a half for the Garo IP thing between all the contract negotiations and promotional discussions. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's shorter within Square Enix to approach those things as opposed to mm -hmm. with another company. My thing is it... I hate to say it, it at that point it will be irrelevant to me. It, like, if it eventually happens, good. But I don't know if I would want like a near event. I mean, that would just be more... More relevant to me than the 15 event, which people have actually. actually you don't asked. want that. You you don't want people to be taking pictures of 2B's ass in multiple different games. No. The, the, think of think of the Reddit front page. Just think of it. How many ass shots do we already have, already have on 14's Reddit? Exactly. It's going to be exacerbated. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> I'm just saying this is front page material right here. The New York Times is looking for that. And even uh, Yokotaro is like, we need to, the only problem, Yokotaro is like the only problem with all these ash, these ash shots is that they're not compiled and shareable easily enough. So I need someone to start compiling these so I can, I can tweet them out weekly. When he tweeted that, it was great. It was great. It was beautiful beautiful thing all right uh so that's so 15 near i don't don't expect a near one but like i said by the time near would even happen would anyone even like it'd be so far out yeah you know what i mean um they ask about the housing zones they think the old ones will go empty <laughs> they don't they clearly <laughs> asking this question they clearly don't know what the housing market is like in final fantasy 14 <laughs> You're not, they're not even aware that slumlords exist. Oh, yeah. They don't even know. They, they had no idea. Oh, man. Um, we got a little teaser about how long Stormblood story is and that it's about the same length, but there's more voiced scenes. I'm looking at you, Triple Budget. Yes. <laughs> I was excited to hear this. 
like you said, with the budget, like I was expecting more voiceover scenes, kind of a la Wow, pretty much. Like mm. not not really voice voicing over everything, just even in the quest or anything, but just more voiceover scenes in general. Because uh, going back to the patch today, I felt like there were some scenes that should have been voiced over, and they weren't. That's because they're still within Heavensward's budget. Now we got to look at Stormblood's budget. Isn't it still a little bit over in the... No? No, I don't think that's how no. businesses work, man. <laughs> no. you, can't, you can't just drop a little bit back into, into the, la- the very... It's preparing for Stormblood. No. No. No, it's on that and that alone. You set that shit up with whatever money you got. Record three scenes and get out. That was basically it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. In terms of yeah. voicing at the very least. Yeah. Um, they ask about return to Ivelisse, and there's a comment I really want to make right now that I cannot make until next week regarding return to Ivelisse. But um, mm. just asking if it's like if it's a, if it's an homage or is it canon? And Yoshi's just like, you'll yeah. have to find out later. Just go play Tactics first. Just go play Tactics first, which I'm definitely gonna do before Return to Evil East comes out. I've already I played through like half of it. I just I'm not a fan of like the PlayStation One version, mm-hmm. so I'll just I guess I'll have to man up at the very least. Oh well. Um, then they ask about Red Mage again. Oh, how'd you go decide on Red? We went over this whole thing last week where they talked about hybrids and shit like that. Uh, they asked if we could have PvP in the main story because it's a war. And Yoshi's just like, I'm sorry, um, but no. No. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people, I don't think that would go over well with people. I, I mean, I love it, but I think that would go pretty poorly with, with people. Besides, you something, the, wait, 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 something like the Grand Melee? I don't know. Like, Grand Melee, I mean, I would still like that as, like, a PvP option. I don't even know how that would really work, like, scaled to, like, actual player versus player, though. So right. It, se- it feels some- like something that's very much rooted in, uh, in, uh, P- in that uh, story scenario. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. I don't know. It's almost like, it's almost like somebody getting marked for culling. And then you're just protecting them, and then they die, and someone else gets marked for culling. It's pretty much what the equivalent of it is. Uh, and then they asked if Yoshi P would work on anything after Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, he kind of covered this in a past interview, like maybe about a month or two ago. Um, and it, I think it was a Dual Shocker interview when they asked him about you know what he like what he wants to do after. 14 and we kind of talked about this a little bit that won't be for a while he he would love to work on something else he would he wants he wants to give i feel like he wants to give somebody else the reins but there's not a lot of trust there i'm not saying that he doesn't trust his like his company or his devs or anything it's just that he's a little he's hands-on yoshi p is hands-on and I still do kind of feel like in the back of his head, he's just waiting on the right person to, like, pass the reins to. So. Well, he wants to at least pass the reins of one of his two titles because he's still producer and director. Yeah. And he'd like to just do one as opposed to both. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was legit, like, move him completely off. And he just says, you know, if the company wants to push me onto something and enough people demand it, I'd love to work on something else. But, you know, he's... You know, he would also love to continue working on 14, so 
Um, and I have a feeling that would Yoshi P leave, were to leave 14, there are a lot of people who would follow. I feel as much as people be like, ah, oh, I love 14, and then and then Yoshi P leaves, and they're like, okay, I'm not even gonna give this guy a chance. I'm going to follow Yoshi P, whatever he's doing. I'll agree with that. Uh, I still agree that the majority who is who has supported the game throughout the years would wouldn't blindly just leave just because our, our producer. And director. Have you, I don't know, man. People are pretty fanatic fanatic or or petty or just there's a million other words that you could use to describe it it would be like it would be the same game it could be the same exact game nothing would change hell you probably would get maybe some slight improvements and people would still leave and people would leave and come back i feel if there was improvements like that though not leave and never come back to Spider-Man. Like, I don't see... I think a lot of people just see Yoshi P's leaving. All right, I'm out. I just don't think that's fair. I mean, like... It's oh, it's not happen. fair. It's not, it's, not, it's not fair, but it's going to happen. Like, let's just be real about it. It's going to happen, but I just think it's fair uh, to the game. It's not... Well, it's not fair to him as someone who wants to work on... If he wanted to work on something else, it's not fair to him, really, because... Yeah. You know, he, I, I want, I want, see, here's the thing. He always says, he always talking about the things he'd like to do in 14 and he can't because of like general, you know, what the general population ends up, you know, their reaction to different things. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if you gave him a game that he built from scratch, he'd just be like, we're fucking doing all of this. That, 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 that time limit. Don't care. Get it done. He cracked the, he cracked the whip. I feel like Yoshi P is a man who gets his shit done. And then he goes to Blizzard. <laughs> no. Cracks the fucking whip. All right, and then the last one is, do you have any last words? And he just says, eh, we got more shit to talk about later and play 3.56. There you go. Done. There you go. All right, so that's the first interview. That's the uh, the... Dual Shockers interview. Um, the next one is actually going US to gamer. be the US Gamer interview. Yep. Let's see here. Let me pull that up. I've all I've all the links in their own little uh, in their own little section. I don't know if US Gamer is one of those websites that has like ads that play music either. I'm always worried that like in the middle of the show i'm gonna go to hey interview and then all of a sudden it's like a fucking kia commercial that's why i put everything in an outline i i go to the site i see some of the ads and like as you were talking about last week you should look at the ads and i'm like about what some celebrity that i hadn't heard from in 15 years there you go all right so us gamer again has a lot of the same questions but i like their very first question Yes. Were, were you surprised about the community reception to the diadem? <laughs> Excellent first question. Um, and Yoshi P says, not really. Not, like, it, I expected this. I think a lot of people expected the reaction when, right off the bat, oh, wait, 280 weapons? And people freak out. But he kind of knew that it would die down, and, like, it did. Yeah. It did. Um, again, my initial reaction to it wasn't really even concerned about the weapons. Uh, I was more concerned with the content itself. And again, slight, 
slight advantage over uh, the past year. Improvement, yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't seem... He doesn't seem too surprised. I guess the big thing here was specifically the 280 weapons, though, because he said that the knee-jerk reaction to them even being there was very severe, pretty much. And then once people realized that they were doing it over and over and they were never getting one, it was they were like, oh, well, it's so rare. I mean, I don't even really care at this point. Yeah, why do it? Yeah. Well, that's it. I don't think he wants people to think that. I think he wants people to... But that's what people think. Yeah, that's what people think. Why the fuck? I'm not going to do that shit. I'm just going to do the regular missions and get all this other stuff. Yeah. The regular lock boxes, which already have decent stuff. So, that's that was their first question. I'm glad they asked, <laughs> at the very least. Um, now, the next one is about older gear being usable. Uh, specifically, it says, farming them for reasons outside of Glamour. I think we had discussed something where I said you could take pieces from the old raid tier and, like, forge them on to new pieces I had suggested or something like that. Yeah. Um, and Yoshibi just says, yeah, we ain't doing that. <laughs> We're not just going to make you play old content to get buffs on your current gear. Like, that content's years old. Like, yeah, if you want to play it, it's there. But I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's something that's now part of your progression. Which I suppose is, is reasonable. I still want more achievements for, like, the old raids. Like, go in minimum item level with a bunch of other shit. I, I would still like that. I don't... Minimum item level, you get, like five music sheets fucking whoop-de-doo <laughs> tell like them how you really feel tell them how you really feel whoop-de-doo five music sheets if you, yeah, I, I kinda, minimum, I yeah i, I kind of agree with this um it would be nice do you think he would revisit it at some point no i don't think he'd revisit the whole old old gear usable for other than glamour Mm-hmm. I mean, if he does that, then I can't just buy the shit and decent that over and over again for money. So I hope, you know, just keep my shit cheap. All right. I don't want you fucking with that. That's my market. You that's need right. to not touch that shit, Yoshi P, because there's some good gill in it. And I don't want it. That's mine. Not yours. It's mine. What? <laughs> Nothing. Um, and then he followed that up with, are you satisfied with the way that people work up to their endgame gear and weapons? This guy's really trying to focus on gear progression and stuff like Good. that. Um, and he says we had the Zodiac and the animal weapons, and so we feel like we've done all we can for weapon progression. I kind of I kind of agree. There's not really... What are you going to do much yeah. more weapon progression-wise? Are you talking in terms of this expansion, or I general? mean, I mean, in general, like everything. Think about all I the ways. I feel like you have there's a, a weapon. lot more. There's a lot more you can do in terms of gear progression. I well, think. gear, but specifically weapons. Weapons. Well, yeah, weapons too. But um, well, if you're talking mainly weapons, there's probably still a lot more you can do. Um, I think. Well, it could be done better than. Well, what it can always be done better. Yeah, what we've experienced, especially what we've experienced this expansion, can definitely be done better, especially the way it was handled recently. I just think of the way you get weapons now. I mean, Palace of the Dead was two upgrades, technically. We -hmm. had all the primals that jumped up. You had the Shire weapons, you had the Alexander weapons, you had the Anima weapons. Um, I feel like I'm missing. And then, I mean, now you have the Diadem. Like, there's, there's just so many tiers of weapons that outside of doing them differently, which we know Eureka is a different way of doing our, our relic equivalent, mm-hmm. I don't know that there's really too many more ways they're going to progress weapons 
in particular? Would you be amenable to something along, well, some form of gear progression that allows creativity? I mean, I'm always down for creativity. It just has to be within reason. Okay. Like, the problem is we all want the stupid, crazy shit because it makes us feel insane and then it's never feasible. Like, I want, I want to, give me, I still want that set bonus, man. Two-piece set bonus. Whenever I shoot a fire one, it has, like, a 10% chance to leave a spark on the ground that deals, like, five damage per tick for, like, 30 seconds or some shit. I'm down for shit like that, but we all know what the, his emotions are, the development team's emotions are regarding that. Right. So instead, just give it, so just make, give me a set bonus that makes it green. <laughs> Fuck it. Just make my fire ones green. I don't give a shit. I can't even see it. So what does it matter to me? But it's a suggestion. <laughs> it's worthless to me. I'm just like, wow, how come this set bonus isn't working? Happy it changed colors. Well, that'll eventually be dealt with. Yeah, when we get colorblind mode. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, they're also considering doing the armor, like Zodiac armor. They've talked about this before. Eureka yeah. kind of being the big place. I think it would actually do pretty well. Like, now having seen the way people have reacted to the newer steps with the anima and, you know, people mm -hmm. talked about how the light farm step wasn't too bad and, you know, the umbrites being the only... Re uh, people were began to slowly kind of warm up to the anima weapon, in a sense, and with Eureka coming out, I feel like enough people do the anima weapon content to warrant mm -hmm. doing it with armor as well. I think you please a very large portion of your community who actually goes through and works on... The number of people I know that have completed two, three, four anim weapons is... I. You're all crazy, okay? I'll exactly. just say that. Those people will never stop playing if you give them fucking anima armor equivalent. I don't think it's what we need right now. <laughs> no, not right Honestly, now. I mean, well, within the near future, I would say within this... This coming expansion, I don't think we need it. I, I I would see something like that in maybe a five or six But now for Stormblood, please no. I'm fine. What's gonna happen? I'm fine with just a, a weapon. Putting more grind work on, on top of the grind work with a, a relic weapon. I. What I, if Eureka's so good that you want to do it? It won't happen. But I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, I'm glad, I'm glad you say that. Thank you. Thank you for getting that out of the way. Even still, nah, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't know. And the thing is, what one of the big things I noticed about the anima is once Umbrites got brought down a peg, so mm -hmm. many people have picked up and done too. I think this is this isn't even something you can that's considered like everyone will do it when it comes out. I feel like it's one of those things that it, when it gets nerfed, then everyone starts coming by, and that's when everyone starts working on it and building them up. So it's almost like setting the foundation for it at the beginning of the expansion and the people who are hardcore work on it. And then by the end, the people who have, like, waited out nerfs, then all of a sudden they start working on a head, a body piece, arms, you know, for maybe one, two jobs, something like that. I wouldn't be surprised to see that. Yeah, and that's, that's the one thing that kind of scares me. It would – well, I really shouldn't say scared. No, no, it's anima grinding. You're scared. No, no, not even talking about anima grinding. In, in, ter in terms of, like, actual just gear and raid itself, uh, it, would, it would definitely change the raid landscape. I don't know if for the better. It's a question of if raid groups, like, say, hey, you got to complete a whole set. 
exactly. for world prog. And they, so, but they mm-hmm. always have those groups that aren't world prog that still like put those fucking restrictions on their group. <laughs> I wouldn't be too surprised to see like that group that like can't even beat the second boss in a raid tier be like mandatory must have all animal armor with best in slot stats. Gear don't make you good. You definitely you still don't skip sore. No. Even with 280 weapons, still might not skip sore. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. Um, I had so wait, was it was it no, it wasn't on this show where last week I mentioned I saw Dark Knight using Flash. That was something else where I said that. Just today no. I had somebody tell me that wait, they wait, saw Dark Knight using Flash. What? <laughs> that guy's not skipping sore. Moving on. <laughs> oh man. But honestly, uh, no, let's let's actually no, let's not move on. Let's actually tackle one more comment here. We okay. want to take so we like to keep the concept of having to put in the effort little by little to power up the weapon. That's the way it is now. But they also said they want to take in a direction where you are actually taking on a challenge. Which is sounds like it's taking us back to the days of Titan Hard Mode and whatnot, when that was relevant content. Do you mm-hmm. think that's the right step? for animal weapons which after after all this time which have always been like do the easy kind of easy stuff and let's do it over and over again versus actually presenting a challenge to the player it's a matter of perspective because i think what's your well, what's your perspective just for you personally don't think about the rest of the community in terms of a challenge would you do you prefer to work on to get these weapons with some form of challenge versus the monotony no no because you have raid I, that's right yeah, well, yeah. not even, well, shit. I'm already, like, at that point, I already got my weapon. I didn't even have to worry about doing this for yeah. I got it. It was just, it was just glamour to me. Um, I shouldn't even, I wouldn't even say there should be, like, a healthy balance between challenge and monotony. You know, relics were always something that was meant to be grinded, and it was monotonous. It, I think it'll always be monotonous no matter what, what you put, what, what requirements you put on it like a hundred and something runs of a1s um there's somehow some way people still fuck up uh yeah no now it's a9 savage slide now that now that it's unlocked everyone does a9 savage with echo (laughs) sure must skip Uh, faust (laughs) (laughs) but even still like you know just putting challenge like putting challenge on top of that it's something that's meant to be quick and easy it it, putting something like creator savage on a relic would just make people go away make people not even well yeah because you already have creator savage for a weapon and then you're just kind of overlapping i get what you're saying i think that if it's if it's somewhere that sits around the difficulty of between a heart like between a hard and extreme primal i think that's the Mm -hmm. kind of challenge i'd expect but I'm also someone who actually really liked the challenge of the emergency missions. I'm glad they weren't babied. Like, and they just, you know, I'm a fan of that, that they did that. And uh, I guess I'm okay with it being a part of this, especially because we still don't know the key differences between Eureka and Diadem. So you, so you welcome the challenge with the grind. Yeah, I, I welcome it. I welcome, I'd, I'd gladly sacrifice some grind for some chaps. Because one thing I really remember that's a special memory for me for the Relic Weapon is helping people finish it. When you're, when you do the current animal weapon, you're never obliged to help somebody with their A1 Savage grinding. 
But if you know someone who needs a Titan hard mode and it's the last thing they need for their relic weapon, hopping on that and helping them get sure. it is way more satisfying as a player who's already completed it than the alternative seeing like people be like, yes, I got it done. This is amazing. Is a way better reaction than, oh, thank God I'm fucking done with that A1. Oh my God, I'm done. <sighs> I'm going to go log off and play something else. You just basically Netflix and chill while you yeah done. Yeah. It's like fishing. It's like any other gatherer. You just Netflix and chill while you grind A1. Um, I welcome I welcome a slight bit of change. Titan hard mode, in retrospect, was not super crazy compared to what we consider hard content now. Titan hard mode wasn't hard content, like comparatively, it was just difficult for the launch period of the game. So I feel like we can hit that difficulty again, or at least something that was that felt that way to players and bring it forward without it being overbearing on new players, or with without making it feel like it's something that players feel like they can't overcome. I think I feel like this is this is a healthy decision for the game. And I wouldn't say just something they can or can't overcome. Um, a bad example of uh, challenge of challenge in correlation with grind. Fucking Dunscape. Please don't do that. <laughs> please don't do that. So no, Dunscape's we, a we, whole we, different monster, man. Weeping City, don't even do that, please. I, I'm, I'm I don't be... want any 24 mans. Like 24 yeah, man, because yeah. that's that's hard because of different reasons. That's not hard because that, of that's hard, hard because people. Dude, you don't even understand. I gotta show you the Dunscape I did last fucking Tuesday. I went Nocturnal Astro. I have never carried an instance so hard as I did that day. It got down to the point where we one shot Diablo's Hollow. But only because I stone skin and crit shielded myself as the nocturnal astro, and I took the tank meteor in the middle and survived, and then kept everyone alive after that. <laughs> it was literally just a war of attrition in the like last sixty percent of him just killing himself. Yeah, so that challenge, no, I don't. That was exhilarating, but I would love to mm. never do that again, please. No. I, w I will pass, most definitely pass, on doing that again. Um, okay, now we can move on. That was a big point. The next one is regarding the job class system. And uh, pretty much he says that there's probably going to be a time where we just get rid of class altogether. They don't like it. They say it's, it's a relic of 1.0. And in order to carry over player data to Realm of Born, they had to keep it that way. And they're just moving away from it as quickly as they when can. Do you, when do you think they'll actually get rid of it? 5.0. That's where I was thinking, too. Full-on removal of classes. You start the game as a job, and it just tells your class story while you're labeled as a job. That's how I feel, at the very least. Right. You know, just... I'm, I, I'm glad that they're saying it. Like, I'm glad they're saying it more and more, because I feel good about that. It's a feel-good thing for me. The next one is, yo, we get new Disciples of Land, or can we expect more from that in the future? And we have we had a little bit of this conversation last week in terms of maybe some other jobs we would want, and I did say like something like a Disciple of Hand or Land would be, be nice, not just strictly battle jobs. Yeah, and on top of that, they're like, how, how are we going to revamp Disciples of Land? 
Because he's asking, how are you going to revamp Disciple of the Light? It's like, how, how are we going to do that? <laughs> you, you pick up rocks, bro. Like, what am I going to... What am I going to make you do? Um, and they're also having a hard... They don't know, like, what would be interesting to add that would be kind of original. I think a lot of people bring up things like Engineer or, like, a Magitech Engineer or, you know, an Archaeologist or something like that. And I still say Breeder. You got Breeder. And I guess the difficulty is... How do you incorporate that into the ecosystem that you've already created? Like, what is this new thing going to bring that isn't already there? Food, potions, furniture, you know, does it just bring more of those? And then do you have to create, like, a new item slot that works for the... Like, there's a lot of things to consider here, and I don't think they are quite ready to come up with things for new Disciples of Handerland. Yeah, I just don't think we'll get them anytime soon. Not even, hell, not even 5.0. I think we are years off from getting that, in my opinion. I mean, they even openly say Armorsmith and Blacksmith are the same fucking thing, and we still have those separated for some reason. They're even in the same fucking guild in Limsa. It's the same building. <laughs> they literally don't need to be different. But they are. Yep. There you go. Um, they ask about, ninja, about samurai playstyle again. It's not like ninja... He says it again. It's the same thing. You know, it's not like ninja's mudras at all. So don't think that. That's like the, th- I think this is the third time in three weeks we've had to say that, Sly. Yep. Yeah. We'll say it probably the week after next. Um, and then he talks about doing an original job again. Again. So another Told thing. You, like some of these questions overlap. A lot of these questions overlap. So again. Beaten in the topic. Beaten in the topic. Um, then he talks about how the new areas are based on, you know, the Eastern culture, whereas our current games focus on Western culture. Another thing we've beaten into the ground pretty frequently. Um, now, here is an important thing. Okay. That, co- that sort of pulls back. Last we had heard about the main story, we were still going to need to work on 3.1 to 3.5 because they kept saying it's a continuous story and then we'll have, we could introduce the jump potion. This exact question reads, players, uh, for Stormblood players had to complete, prior to Stormblood players had to complete all of the Realm Reborn story to move into Heavensward. That requirement's going away. Do you feel that relaxing the hard story requirement from Heavensward is a good move for the game? Is that meant to get newer players? Last I heard, there was no relaxation of this limitation. And apparently, they're just talking about it like it's the fucking norm. So, yeah, apparently, you don't need to do the story going into Stormblood to get caught up. You still need to do a Realm Reborns, but you just don't need to do Heaven's Wards. Which they had also told us they were thinking... They have never, this is the first time I've heard it spoken so plainly. Like, it's just yeah. fact. I don't know how I feel about this. I was going to ask how you feel about this. I don't know. I honestly can't That's say. not a good answer, Sly. I had a loss of words. I really had a loss of words for. Slide to podcast. I need you to find the words. Use your words. Slide. I can't. I can't even use my goddamn words. You still need to do three going from fifty to sixty. Let's be clear about that. True. Okay. But it's not that I'm at a loss of words. I'm. I'm going to say this without sounding, you know, old manny slash elitist. We had to do it, but you don't have to. (laughs) We had to do it, you don't. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's what I'm trying not to say. 
but you just said it that's, though. That's the only emotion I can think of. We had to do this shit. Why the hell should they have not have to? Because they're new and they want to touch the shiny new things. We touched them when they were shiny new things, but now they're not shiny and they're old things. I guess you could give bonuses to help speed them through the process. That's the only thing I can think of. Not just cut out the process. Because you're going to make their cutscenes go faster other than skip cutscene button. It's never going to go faster. Let's be clear. The last time they spoke about doing this, they did also say you would get a 3.1 to 3.5 sort of synopsis cutscene to get you caught up in sort of a TLDR method. And as someone who's made YouTube videos that are TLDRs for story aspects, people actually really like that, <laughs> is what I've learned. I don't know. I'd just much rather they experience it firsthand. Have to do the shit. I agree that it becomes insurmountable at some point that players just won't even want to bother trying to pick up the game because of 2.1 to 2.5 is still a monster. I know plenty of people right. who don't survive that stretch of story. So I can't really in all good faith, knowing they have to go through, they still have to go through that, that they should also have to go through this. Cause I'm not happy. I had to go through that. You still had to go through it. I, I did, but I, they had, I don't, I wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemies. Fair enough. That's how I feel about it. I always want what's best for a game, and I don't think making people do 40 hours of story cutscenes to play to get to the most recent story cutscenes. But my thing is why I cut out the story when some people made it a thing. But here's the thing. You don't have to skip all the story. You don't have to skip it, but it it became a point to where I can't do this content. I can't see this part of the story. And then it got, you know, we pretty much split it into, you know, normal and savage. And so my thing is why, well, I mean, that's just raid altogether, but that's still same point. Story is a huge point of this game. And if it was that much of a point to where, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't see the story. Can you do this for me? Can you split it to where I can see the story? Why would you end up? reaching this decision because there are a lot of people who do not care about story and mmos they care about the gameplay and the people they play with and their people they play with they did it all when it was recent it wasn't as bad because they're doing it one hour chunks every you know one to two hour chunks every three months and now Mm -hmm. they got to do all that shit at once i think it's fine if you have the option if if a player can reach the decision themselves and go hey you know what I watched all these cutscenes at this point, but you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm, I really want to get into Stormblood. I really want to get into the new areas. I want to play with my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch the synopsis, and then I'm going to start that. And then you have the other person who's like, no, I really want to sit here, and I want to watch all the cutscenes. It's about accommodate. It's the whole reason why we have Normal and Savage in the first place is to accommodate for the people who have different desires play-wise. And so I'm always down to support as many different play styles as the as keeps the game supporting a healthy number of wait, wait, you say that no no people want like we got that because people couldn't do like for some reason or or another couldn't do the content no they asked if we could get two versions if we could get a story mode and then they, they mm-hmm. could be a raider version yeah yeah but that's what i'm saying it was to accommodate everybody people who wanted a hardcore challenge versus people who didn't I don't know. It's just that story is a huge, huge point, huge selling point in this game. And it is. Uh, 
And I think mm -hmm. that you should treat story as content you have to look forward to because you haven't experienced it yet. But I'm not going to sit here and tell everyone that's how they have to play the game. That's how they have to feel. And to fuck off if that's not how they feel. Oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but... No, but a lot of people do. <laughs> a lot of people do. Fuck off if you don't, don't want to play the story. We don't need you. One day you will. You're saying now is that day? What happened? I'm saying as soon as they do this is that day. Yeah. I just don't believe in forcing people to go through old shit if they don't want to. Now, if they opt, there are people who hit 50 and their first response is to try and go do all of Coil before they even move on any further. Like, they want to actually experience okay, it all. Okay, Coil is a completely different thing that's optional. I honestly understand that. Leave that out. Let's leave Coil out of it. But I'm saying, like, that's how people approach hitting that, like, level range. Like, they, everyone has a different idea of what they're going to do as soon as they hit 50. Mm -hmm. And some people, it's get all the dungeons unlocked, you know, just hardcore uh, level a second job for my cross-class skills or, you know, blaze through the story to get, to get caught up to Heavensward. I guess it's, for, for me, it's just people missing out on some of the experiences we had and like, like you said they missed like, out on them anyway because they didn't do it when it was recent that's how i true. feel sure but then again how, how many times do i encounter oh well even though it's not main story oh i haven't done i don't have this dungeon unlocked i never did in this part of the story i don't have this trial unlocked i never did this i never had to do this so I'll tell you what, I am not for them replacing the main story quests strictly with a synopsis. I am okay with them creating the choice you, you're given as a player to move into the newer content with a synopsis versus mm -hmm. doing all of the content in order and actually getting to see it all. Because you know what, I've seen plenty of people who just skip the cutscenes to get through stuff and then they just go back to the end and watch it later. That's the same as just skipping story content. You're just choosing when to digest it. So, everyone has their choice. I just want everyone to be able to play with their choice. That's it. I just want people to be okay with their choice and be accommodated with their choice. Fair I enough. Fair enough. Um, so, that's, that's really the hot button thing that came out of this was that there will be that sort of consolidation or lack of requirement going into Stormblood. And it's just the, I don't know, it's the first time in a long time they've said something official about it. There you go. Um, and then last, the uh, <laughs> another I didn't even know the last question was another Paladin question. Every interviewer is asking about Paladin. Wonder why. I wonder fucking why. Uh, as a Paladin player, Flash is a good Okay, this guy doesn't play Paladin. He just said Flash is a good ability. Okay, anyway. But it doesn't have any impact. That's the opposite okay. of being a good ability. Flash is a... That's like when you say it's a good ability so you don't hurt someone's feelings. But then you just go ahead and say it's a... Yeah, just, and then you go ahead and say it, but it, it just doesn't... Uh, it lacks yeah. uh, in, impact. Is that a nice way to say it? There you go. Um, and he just says... Yoshida's like, yeah, it's true. Flash is... It doesn't really feel like it's doing anything, you know? I mean, it, it goes ping! And then there's some light. People get blinded. Yeah. And some of them don't even. Some of the enemies yeah. don't even get blinded. Um, but they said that, so they're, they're working on a bunch of things. Um, so they're still in a state where they're, they're adjusting things. So yeah, they, he's going to look at that and see about making Flash actually have 
more impact. I think it'd be pretty cool if Paladin's flash was actually more like a Nova around them, like a light Nova, as opposed to the ding that they little do that they do. And right. so you can see it. And also give an excuse to do damage. In Final Fantasy VI, I believe, Edgar's Flash is incredibly powerful as, a, as damage, if I recall correctly. Because he's got, he takes a picture, and it just, it's very strong. I remember, I remember Flash being very strong in Final Fantasy. Just take that Flash, just give them a camera, and, and you're good to go. There you go. Just turn Flash into shock, and it's like, and then you're good. Giggity. I'm down. I'm down. I think most paladins are down. They're down with anything, though. Yeah, they'll take anything they can get at this point. <laughs> yeah, they'll take anything they could get at this point. All right. So that's the second interview that we got through. The next one is my favorite. The next thing we're going to hit is my favorite one slide. NA Data Centers. TLDR, everything's our fault. North everything America is sucks. North America's fault. You can blame us for all the problems of the game. North America sucks. We're, we're the reason We've been carrying us all these years. Yeah. That's what I... That's what and, I and, and even before even before the episode, I'm like, well, really? I mean, like, even the problems Korea and China are having, it's, it's our fault? No, honestly, yeah. Any problem Korea... I don't even know if they're having problems, but that's our fault, too. Fuck it. They're trying to keep it fair, and we're restricting them too. It's all our. It's North America's fault. It is North. Hashtag NA restrictions. Okay. So according to this, so for those who didn't know, we mentioned it very briefly when we talked about all the Q and As and interviews from PAX East. The big announcement that came out of the Q and A was that the North American data centers are being relocated to a more central location in the United States or in North America. So people who live around the current location, their latency is going to go up. People who live on the West Coast, their latency is going to go down. People who are playing from Europe also likely going to suffer a latency increase. Um, that being said, they gave us a little bit more information about it. That their current facilities have caused so many problems, and it's caused so many inconveniences between server crashes and server maintenances, and it's it's got to change. You've suffered a few of these. <laughs> Not as much as Aether. No, Primal got pretty fucked. I remember even at, at no, Heaven's well, 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 as of recent, Aether's been, like, it's happened a crap ton to Aether. Like, and, I'm, and people, Sly, how are you on? I'm, I'm not on Aether. That's how. I don't know. I think Primal's been fucked by the long dick of the law way more than Aether has. Uh, nah. Nah, you... Yeah, that's true. Ether did get fucked in 3.5 specifically. Yeah. But Primal Crash, yeah. Primal Crash is on like a weekly basis. So for you guys, it's normal. So when it happens, I don't know. Crazy. Like, well, as a reason, I haven't noticed it, but I haven't been on that much. But like, when you say recently, how long, how far back are you going for Primal? And I, like all of 3.0? <laughs> I've had no problem. I've only had like maybe one or two problems. And the majority of those problems. Or issues coming um patch releases like the day of patch releases when i try to get on shit but see, you get those problems normal. and i don't that's, <laughs> that's the point that's normal but yeah it, and for aether it happens like every so often not on a pat, patch release just on a random fucking day and they come to me sly how are you still playing i'm on primal that's why na crashed a lot when 3.5 came out in particular ether was really in trouble when 3.5 came out. It was bad. But, okay, that's one thing. They said mm -hmm. that, you know, they relocate. We probably won't have those issues anymore. Great. 
the next thing they say, uh, the next thing they say is the reasons behind relocating the server. I'm going to read it word for word. Go ahead. Thanks largely in part to support from our loyal fan base, Final Fantasy XIV has continued to exhibit steady growth, allowing for even larger company investment into the project. As has been previously announced, with the release of our upcoming expansion, Stormblood, we are planning major updates and upgrades to our server system to allow not only for increased server efficiency, but also increased inventory capacity, worldless cross-world, party matching, and friend management, additional content, and increased field size for new areas. This is under reasons for relocation. In other words, the current location cannot handle those types of server upgrades, or they need more suitable a more suitable facility to f even do those things. So now we've been told the PS3 is not responsible for the reason why we can't have more inventory, the reason Bye. why we can't have worldless shit, and, then, and it's not, <laughs> and it's also not the reason we couldn't have seamless zones or additional content or bigger Lies. field size. Apparently, Lies. it's been North America's fault the whole fucking time. Because <laughs> North America apparently cannot handle our server infrastructure, cannot handle these types of increases, and that is a major reason for the relocation. Basically, you're saying you can't handle the expansion. And it was in. The, it would be in the project's best interest to heavily invest in a move to a new data center equipped with more modern facilities. Again, this basically says North America could not handle Stormblood. In, in heavily my... invest. <laughs> oh, it's all our fault. It's all our fault. Uh, they won't tell us the exact place it's going to go. Where do you think? It's going, the new servers. Probably somewhere in the West Coast. I no, guess. no. That's the opposite of what they're going to... They're not going to take it from the East Coast and put it all the way on the West Coast. That's the worst solution. What, Central? Somewhere, what, Colorado or something? No. Colorado, Texas, Chicago. Vegas is possible, but I doubt it. It's a little too far west. Chicago's technically east coast. I don't Chicago's no, Chicago's not east coast. It's it's north. It's it's kind of like center in the east. Like if you look at the very middle of America, it's like in the northeastish corner of the middle mm -hmm. of America. It's still better than fucking Montreal. I'll tell you that. I can barely play <laughs> this game without any sort of ping zapper or something. So so again, happy. Do, do you really think it's our fault? Is it? It's our fault. No, no, no. Hashtag NA limitations. No, no, no. That's what that's what that's what this little blur. No, that's that's our fault. No, 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 no. Do you think it's our fault? It's our fault. <laughs> I'm still going with PS3 on this one. Fuck all that. No, no, no. PS3 had a little hand in this. There's there's a reason we're getting rid of PS3 support, and then you're gonna list. These reasons that kind of coincide with us losing PS3 support. But every time we ask him, is, is the reason why we're getting more inventory because the PS3? He goes, no. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll say I'll say it's a little bit of both, but not necessarily. He just keeps saying no. <laughs> it's not our fault, Happy. I think it is. 
All I'm happy about is that because it's probably going to be moving to somewhere in the, the center of the United States, that my blatancy will no longer be like 220 when I live in North America. I live in North America. Mew in Europe has better fucking latency than I do to ours to Gilgamesh. In the in fucking wherever the fucking uh, he lives, the, the Deutschland, whatever the fuck. The Deutschland? Yeah, Deutschland. Uh, there you go. Um, yeah. I mean, to be fair, their internet infrastructure is also better than ours. But that's besides the point. I live on this fucking continent, and his connection's better. Most of they just get EU, EU data centers recently. Um, how many years ago? Or, like, that was ago? for uh, that was for Heaven's Words launch. Yeah. So are, you, are we gonna see this change? Pretty much every expansion. There's gonna be somebody who like can't handle the, the next expansion. And I'm oh, sorry, we just gotta move data centers. No, well, if you move to Texas or Chicago, that's not a problem because those are like really popular locations for like mm-hmm. these for big gaming companies to host servers and shit. I think this move is a long-term move, whereas Montreal was like, dude, we need to fucking set something up in North America. I don't know. Montreal. Fuck it. Just put it... It's not even... It's just... It's Canada. I don't... I, what about the West Coast? I don't care. Our office is on the West Coast. They all have 200... La- it's whatever. I don't... Just put it in Canada. It'll be... It's, how much is it? Like, eight bucks? Okay. Canada. There you go. It's not your fault. <laughs> that's all I can say right now. It's not your fault. And that's all I can say to North America. It, it, like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's our fault. It's not your fault. Um, we know the servers are probably going to be down for 24 to 48 hours sometime in May. Yep. To accommodate. And they will be giving us uh, an extension on our subscriptions to accommodate. Uh, yeah, so... There you go. We're uh, it's NA's fault. So whatever. Anyway, I'm glad we've confirmed it at this point. There's no debating. <laughs> Sly doesn't want to believe. I don't. Sly Sly really doesn't. Uh, Sly doesn't really uh, want to believe. Sly doesn't yeah. want to believe. That's okay. You don't have to believe. I'll believe. I'll believe enough for both of us. Please. There you go. All right. So the last major point we're actually going to hit uh, this week is something that. I didn't see coming, but it kind of excites me. Nobody did. A little bit. So, Final Fantasy XIV's free trial, you and I have regularly spoken about how it's inadequate. Yeah. Well, it's taking a step in the right direction. Now, the free trial does not have a 14-day play period restricted to it anymore. You can do everything, which is what, level 35 with the first couple of job quests and the first 10 floors of Palace of the Dead and the Gold Saucer, whatever, anything you can access before level 35. Um, and you have an unlimited amount of time. You can just play the free trial for fucking ever if you want. You can get every job to 35 and then just buy the fucking game. I don't know how many people do that, but... Oh, I, you know what? When it comes to this game, I think that there's a fair number of people that would probably do that. I'm pretty sure you're, like... I'm pretty sure most people after the second or third job are probably either sold or they're like, meh. Meh. For, you know what's funny? This reminds me. Back when I, I uh, played World of Warcraft, um, mm-hmm. my, friend, uh, my friend's girlfriend tried playing, but she never wanted to buy the game. 
mm-hmm. right? So she would just keep getting the free trial accounts, which I think took you up to level 20 in, in World of Warcraft. And she would just, as soon as she hit level 20, she would just delete the account <laughs> and then do another mm-hmm. one. <laughs> She's like, I really like the first 20 levels. I'll buy you the fucking game. This, this kind of answers... Um... The question, one of the questions from um, Eve Van Vest, like of doing old content, what you do is make a new account, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, so if to... you want to, yeah. So if you want to do like the older dungeons and keep just doing them, having fun in the ones from one to thirty-five, sure. But again, get the game, please. You, you still have all the um, chat restrictions, though. That's one of the. That's the other important thing. So you'll be doing all of this with all the Do chat. Think they'll eventually lift that. From? I don't think they will because then RMT are going to go nuts. Sure. Like they are going to go ham sandwich with like lettuce, bacon, tomato, horseradish sauce, everything, on like a brioche bun. It's a very specific sandwich that I'm ordering after this. RMT sandwich. There you go. Exactly. Um, the only thing you can still do is say, which you still see them spam now, but it, they can't get very far like that. So as soon yeah. as they, they can't do tells or anything like that. So that's the best they could really only do. So um, if you're someone who has a friend who wants to try the free trial, they can play it as long as they want now. So get them in. I'm a fan. I wonder if we're ever going to get that free trial for PVPers. The one where they said you just, like, it's a free trial that just allows you to queue into PvP and it sets you up at, like, max level with some gear just to PvP. I don't think it would set you at max level. No, no, no. What what other levels are going to set you at? All the other PvP sucks before max level. What, are they going to send you in a secure and slaughter? They gotta, gotta keep some things off of it. You gotta, you know, like, sweeten a deal, but I don't give them everything. They don't. They can't do anything. I mean, that that account can never transfer to a full account, though. Like, if you buy the game, that character is lost. Like, you can't do anything right. with that free PvP right. character. I mean, it's just there to entice them to actually do PvP. It's, it's not, like, it's hey, not... you want to join Final Fantasy XIV to PvP? It's funny because they're gonna have this option. Everyone's gonna be like. That's how I feel like most people would react. <laughs> Although they wouldn't be so quiet about it. They'd be like, the fuck's going to do that? I'm down for it, but I just don't see it amounting to many people going, yeah, that was great. I'm going to pick up 14. Unless the revamp is really good. Who knows? You looking forward to that PvP revamp? Based on esports communities that have given them feedback? No. <laughs> but you all have less abilities to press. No. Mm-hmm. I, just centering anything around esports kind of makes me cringe. I don't blame you. I don't I don't blame you at all cuz Final Fantasy 14 every time they mention PVP it's we esports now boys. We esports now. And I'm just like calm down. Calm down, please. Please. It's like we are not esports. We are not esports. 
you're that one you're that one tournament at Evo that there are only maybe ten entrants. That's what we are. <laughs> you're that one that one little tournament at Evo that that's not on the main stage and it's not really streamed, but somebody some way somehow has got footage of it. Yeah, don't don't hype yourself up. We're not the esports. Please don't please don't put us on that level. No, esports now, boy. Nah. Come on. Come on. You don't want to be esports? No, I don't. Oh. Alright. Well, that's that's fine. Fine. We're not esports. One day we'll be esports, though. Just you wait. On that note, though, that's going to be the last piece of news that we cover for this week. Like I said, there's the other things. There's the whole Americ debate. But I'm not going to sit here and talk about male versus female Mog Station glamour. All right? We're not... We're not, we're not about that life. We're not going to talk about how much easier Alexander is with 10% Echo. He's easier, newsflash. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Who knew? It's, it can happen. That's all it is. Blitzball esports? No. 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 I'm glad he says no, finally. Look, look, wait, wait, wait. Ethis is digging the idea. Of course he is. But goddamn, this this just putting two things I don't want in this game like together. No, 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 just don't. No, no, just don't. No. All right. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, before we have to vomit from thinking about it anymore, uh, we are going to wrap up the show. Sly, why don't you tell where they can find you at, my man? You can find me on twitch.tv slash slot aka Great Fox. You can find me on Instagram. At Sly, aka Gray Fox 07. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. You can find me on Facebook at Sly the Fox. You can find me on YouTube backslash The Velvet Room. Um, we are still, we are on the last leg of the countdown to the heist. We are on Persona 4 Golden. People keep asking me, Sly, are you going to finish it in time for, you know, P5? I'm like, yeah, I got Yoshitsune. So, yes, we will finish it in time. Uh, right now, we have given away. Tons of stuff. 21 copies. Well, yeah, but 20, 21. Either 20 or 21 copies of P5 plus art books plus figures. We still got a lot more to give away, so definitely come by. All right. And I am your other host, Michael, Mr. Happy Poveromo. You can find me anywhere, Mr. Happy 127, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. Exciting news. My new computer is here. I didn't even know I was getting it today until yesterday, and it came here in the middle of the stream. Rocking a nice 7th generation i7. Some liquid cooling for both the CPU and the GPU. It's got a GTX 1080 inside. It's got a 3-terabyte hard drive and a 500-gigabyte SSD. It's got a bunch of USB 2.0, 3.0, Blu-ray, so I can actually get that new album for the wind-up Nidhogg, and I can actually put it in my computer and use it. And uh, you didn't know about that? You didn't know about Wind Up Nidhogg? No, yeah, there's a new album for pre-order. Oh yeah, the, uh, yeah, the Far um, Far Edge of Fate album. Yeah, yeah Far Edge of the Far Edge of Fate album. Um, and I'm setting it up. It currently has 14 Battle Ping and OBS on it. Pretty much all I would realistically need, but I have a bunch of other <laughs> stuff to set up. Yeah. So uh, before it's it's actually fully functional and uh, hooked up to everything, which is what I'm going to be doing after I'm done here. So uh, looking forward to having that set up. Should increase productivity quite a bit. Um, also, one last little thing. Uh, this is for both of us. Um, next Tuesday, I'm sure you've already figured it out, is oh. the release of Persona 5. Don't even fuck and with it. 
And so we are going to do the show next Monday. Yeah. Welcome, America. Yeah. So that way, Sly isn't pulled away from his uh, mm-hmm. from his 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 life of personaing, because that's what it's called, personaing, right? Sure. Let's go yeah. with that. Personaing. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So next week's day of the run will be Monday at four p.m. Pacific. Um, I'm going to check to see if Ethos can join us for the spoiler cast. We're going to do a spoiler cast next week. We'll probably do Air Zivia the week after. And then we have a few other plans. The, the, the third week of April, might, there's a surprise that we may or may not have ready by then. Sly knows what it is, but you guys can't know yet. So don't ask me. So don't ask him. Don't fucking do it. Nope. All right, just go watch him play. Persona 4 Golden or Dark Souls 3 Ring City or whatever fucking one of the 12 games that came out today or he still needs to play that he's playing today. And, uh, yeah, have a good time. But anyway, Sly, I hope you have a fun time finishing Persona 4 Golden. Yes. You fucking cheater using, like, the best Persona in the whole... It's not cheating when Marge gives you the compendium. Shut up. Listen, Yoshitsune is bullshit, and you know it. That's... You know it's bullshit. I can use Trumpeter then. Just make Dola everything. There you go. There's uh, just the OP combinations and you're good to go. All right. But anyway, we're going to wrap the show. We're going to move on over into post show. Thank you for joining us this week. We'll see you next Monday. And until then, take care. See you next week. Uh, Remember, Sly, it takes like 20 years for us to actually get to the outro screen. So now it's bye-bye.